you know what? Screw it. We're going normal today. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the Zeitgeist Podcast. My name is Billy Bob Thornton. And my name is Jessica Alba. Oh, hello. Yeah. I like no, I... Wait, hold on. Why Why am I Jessica Alba if you're Billy Bob Thornton? I could have picked... I could have picked someone of equal... Who I, am I? I? I don't know. Why did you... Well, you're the invisible woman, which... Oh, my God. That... Uh, Jessica Alba. That was a... I liked those old Fantastic Four movies. You know... They weren't as bad as people made them out to be. It's because they, tr- I think it was before the whole MCU thing, and they were just like, you know what? Crazy, dumb superhero movie. Like, yeah. That's all it was. And then they tried to remake it, and that one, let me tell you, was garbage. I know, right? Even it, with Michael B. Jordan, it was garbage. It was garbage. It was so boring. I'm like, are you there? And they're like, oh, we're going to tie it in. I'm like, then. Uh, no, it was. It's not worth it. I haven't been that disappointed since I saw the live action Last Airbender movie. Which there was I a walked... live action Last Airbender movie. Yeah, we all like to forget. It was I. Oh shoot! I remember that now. That was the M Night Shyamalan, right? Yeah, I walk because I was already I was a huge fan of Avatar at the time because it was still the show was still going on. It was like halfway over. Yeah. And I watch. I walked out like. Uh, two-thirds of the way through i was like this is like this is awful it is an abomination to how good the show is like this sh- i rewatched the i rewatched the last airbender like a couple months ago before they yeah. put it on netflix and it is so good it is it's so good it's and it's crazy that it's on nickelodeon it's a kid show it gets deep and it's and mm-hmm. uh, animation's amazing it is such a good show it's so good i did i did watch it when it was on tv when i was like of of age to be watching it, I just I don't know. At a certain point, I stopped, but I've heard it, I've heard it got a lot better as it went on, which is uh, unique. Most shows kind of you know plateau after season two. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah. Like the first season is very like um, kids are like these three kids go on an adventure and it's magical and blah blah blah. But then once you and then the second one is it kind of starts to get a little deeper. But then you get to season three and there's people like. Uh, there's like there's like government coups and murder and really like intense like apocalyptic battles like it is in like the literal uh, without giving away spoilers like towards the last season they are having the existential debate whether it's morally right to kill this man that is planning on destroying the world well that seems like it's right up my alley then because like what I think I only really watched the first season when it was on TV because I remember it being like, you know, like the bad guy, Prince Zuko, like, but you feel bad for him because he's a kid too. And it's like, he's just like you, you know, it was like, it was, it, it felt, it felt like that, you know, where you're just like, it, they already kind of played with the good and evil kind of thing. It's like, you know, oh, is, is the Fire Nation really bad? You know, oh, like everyone buddy. says they are, but oh, I'm sure it gets deeper buddy. than that. You don't, if you... What you just said about Zuko, he is the best character in the show. You you will not believe the character development in him. It is more about – let me say this. The show is about, like, Aang, the Avatar, but right. it's also about Zuko's journey and his growth as a person. It is, hmm. It's insane. It's so – he become he's the best character. Just because of his like, just because of everything he goes through, it's insane. You, you, 
do yourself a favor, sit through the first season, and just keep going. You will not, you will not regret it. I promise you, it gets so good. I'll see if I can convince my wife to watch it too, because she's like, she she won't watch anything that's like anime, but like technically, I don't think it's anime. So it's like it's fine, right? Well, like, I, well, yeah, it was made by Nickelodeon that they yeah, were, an, they were inspired by anime, right? Uh, but it's like an American-made show, and so um, I could be like, "Hey, it's not anime. You want to well, watch?" Let, and then she'll be like, "Yeah, sure." And then you know, we'll we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, like, because they were inspired by uh, Japanese anime, and the fact that um, the Japanese anime community g- widely accepts it as like part of it. It's part of the anime culture it's not like a standalone thing it, they have they have been accepted into the anime the, they are a That's fellow a weeb deal. as i should say <laughs> it's a big um, deal all right okay all right enough about avatar not the blue people no but the screw the blue people <sighs> yeah screw the pocahontas ripoff it, it really was a pocahontas ripoff it really was and, but and it was had... so the the visuals were so stunning that you forget but it was well, a Pocahontas you, ripoff. You know, I rewatched. I also rewatched that like last year. Gotta say, for the time, amazing. Now, pretty standard. Pretty really? um, by the it was pretty. It, it was something that defined, you know, like a new genre of movie for like motion capture and animation and special effects. Mm-hmm. And that's that movie set the new standard. So now it's only yeah. gotten better than that. So. It holds up as it only holds up as it achieving that being a good movie is something else. True. It, I don't think it holds up as a good story and like good m- movie per se, but it did break grounds for future movies. I would say. It, yeah, I think I think that's evidence for me, and just in my opinion, with movie making, that motion capture is best when it's minimal. And that the majority mm-hmm. are practical effects. They always hold up better when you have more practical effects. Case in point, um, Lord of the Rings trilogy and then The Hobbit. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hugely different. Lord of the Rings trilogy still holds up because the motion capture was was limited to you know just the things they wouldn't be able to do uh, without practical effects. Everything else is practical and it just works. You know, it, you feel, it feels real. The Hobbit... When they're CGIing the dwarves' faces and stuff, it's like that doesn't oh, even yeah. make any sense. There's no reason for that. It was just to save time. Yeah, it totally. And and, and I think that. Pe- oh my god, this is going to become a movie discussion podcast before long. Okay, real hey, quick, we could do one of those. Uh, you know what? Hi, welcome to the movie. Welcome to the Zeit movie guys. Uh, you know what? Uh, whatever. We'll work up a title. <laughs> Last thing I'll say is I think. Uh, movies have I think a lot of animation and special effects have realized that there was all this new technology and they were like oh we were going to be the first to make an all motion cap blah 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 like and they Mm -hmm. I think they're starting to realize what that technology can be used for I mean look at like all these amazing new like animated style movies like have you like you saw the spider uh, spider verse right Actually, I never did, but the it, trailers did. It looked different than anything I'd seen before, just from the trailer. They, it, it is groundbreaking in animation. It's so it it won best animated movie, I believe, last year. It really? Won, okay. Yeah, and it's getting a sequel, and it, it's amazing. It looks like a comic book. It looks huh. like a living comic book, which is crazy. And it even has like, 
whenever things happen, they have like all the like the dots in the background and like they have those hard lines to show a new panel and like they have X whenever someone gets hit, it says like pow and whap and like it really? looks That's like a comic fun. book. But it's it's so like colorful and amazing. It's crazy. And like a lot of movies have taken like they've there's a movie on net there's a movie on Netflix called Klaus. It's a Christmas. I was gonna movie. bring that one up. It's so good. They animate. They combine three D and two D and drawn oh my hand drawn two D animation. It's amazing. Well, what they did with it and what made it what made it so unique because I remember like the first time I watched it, I was like it just felt kind of off at first. But as you watch it, you really get like you know it really just becomes part of it. But what they did, it's actually two D, but they used cgi lighting techniques to make it as if it was three so like the way they would light uh, a wireframe model a 3d model they use those lighting techniques but it was on a 2d image and that's what made it look so interesting and that's what gave it that that pseudo 3d effect without actually being cgi at all yeah and what was awesome is that they actually because a lot of 2d animation is done on like computers with like digital stuff but that that movie was drawn on paper and then yeah. animated that way, which takes forever, but like so it's so, it's so like it just looks better for some reason. I don't know why. Like and it just looks a, so, like, rich. I don't know the word. Just a heartwarming Christmas story too, isn't it's it? It's like a you just look at it and you're like, I would let this movie punch me in the nuts. Like just do it. Just destroy me with your beauty. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Now that we've said that for the first 10 minutes. Yep. Greg, um, you knew of one day I was going to bring this up. How do you feel about, um, you know, the city of Denver? Oh, boy. <laughs> I do. I've been, to the, I've been to Denver a number of times, and I know exactly what you're going to talk about, and I am here for it. Right. Well, there's an airport in Denver, and let me tell you, mm-hmm. uh, it's where aliens live. It's also the home for Nazis and the Illuminati and curses and death. And my uncle used to own the land that it was built on. That's not a lie. He really did. My Wi-Fi sometimes just kicks me off and I've got to work through it to get it back. But I kept recording. I hope you did too. Yeah, I did. It was really funny because I started listing off all this stuff, and I thought you were just sitting there in a stunned silence. Oh. <laughs> okay. And well, let's go like, back to where we were. I want to hear all of it. Honestly, I just kept listing things and listing things, and I'm like, wow, he's really loving this. <laughs> I just kept – I started oh, making stuff up. I was like, oh, my God. That was hilarious. Now that, oh, and I'm like, Hello. And I was like, "Oh my god, he lost him." <laughs> I might keep it in just for the just for the humor of it. Um, for you guys who are confused, we we're doing this over whoops, we're doing this over Skype, and so uh, sometimes things go wrong, and uh, this yeah. is one of those times. But uh, back uh, to the show. Yeah. So uh, where did you, where'd you leave off, real quick? Where did you? B- before you said anything, all I, I said <laughs> I said there are strange goings on at the airport, which I knew of. And then you said, and then I said, I'll let you talk about the aliens. And then I heard nothing. And then I said, yeah, there's aliens and death. And uh, the, it's the home to Nazis. And there's curses. And there's murder. And, and I kept going. I was, like, and there, I was like, and there's like too high price at McDonald's. And there's different currency. I'm like, oh. 
And there's little leprechauns that'll come and pickpocket you. And there's and they'll rub your feet if you stand still for too long. Like it's <laughs> it's they don't take your bag, they give it a wash. Oh my gosh. Okay, but but what what do you know? Cuz I can tell you well, first of all, the the layout of the Denver International Airport makes no sense. Oh no, it doesn't. Know. It doesn't at all. It and, just upsets me, dude. Um, I'm gonna like, start. All with... the security has to run from all angles, like all four corners of the airport. All the security runs towards the middle of the room. Why? I don't know because they don't want some. It's not that they don't want anyone coming from the outside. It's that they don't want something coming from the inside. Oh. And from down below, the miles, well, not miles, but feet of tunnels, labyrinthian tunnels and systems underneath this airport that uh, that have had video evidence of just being completely unused for no reason. And they don't like know they why have, they like, exist. Like they have, like, catacombs? Yes, they do. They have, like, I don't, like, I don't want to say, like, miles of stretches of tunnels and They're pathways. Feet below the surface. Yeah, like. Dozens of feet long. <laughs> it's exactly six feet long. It's more than 12 inches. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but personally, uh, I do relate to this story in a weird kind of way. My uncle used to own the land it was built on. Wait, what? So there was an airport in Colorado, an international airport already, that worked perfectly fine, but they decided one day, hey, we're going to move it, and we're going to make it way far away from Denver. It's like half oh, an, it's, it's so like 45 far, minutes outside of Denver. It's the middle of freaking nowhere. Exa- you just like, like it, it's so far away, and I, I never understood why. Exactly. But maybe you're going to tell me. Well, no, because that's they well to build so they could build underneath it and they could build this facility. But um, that's beside the point. My uncle actually owned not all of it, but majority of the land it was built on. So, and he owned a, a farm and a, or a ranch out there and a like a decent house. And he didn't like farm or anything, but that he just owned that land. And one day he literally said, one day a man came to his door and said, "Hey, we're looking to buy this property." Um, didn't tell him why. Said, we're looking about this property, I guess they said for like commercial or something. And he was confused because he lived in the middle of nowhere. He said it was like 15 minutes to like a mom and pop grocery store. Like, mm-hmm. and of course, since this, ha- since the airport was built, like the town, uh, towns have sprung up around it. But like at the time it was, it was, it was, it's very rural. Like it, it still I, is though. I mean, it's really, really hard to get anywhere Yeah, it's, from the Denver airport. And like, he was like, okay. And so. Uh, he said no at first, and then because they didn't say, he was like, "No, I'm not selling." But then they came back and they paid him, like, and there's like no value really in the land. It's just land. Like, it, they offered him um, three million dollars. Whoa! Three million dollars, and he went well. F-, like he goes, "Well, I'm out of here," and he, now yeah. he has a big old house and he retired. I can I can picture it like you know he puts on he puts on his hat he puts on his raincoat grabs his briefcase and pew, he's he, out he's like he goes we'll offer you three million dollars you know what you can have my wife too I, I shouldn't say that <laughs> so that's actually my aunt but <laughs> um I don't want to say it's actually like my like my dad's brother or mom's brother he was like a second uncle like I know him um okay. I, I still see he lives in Ohio now and with and I still see him and he still tells this story all the time because he fully believes in the conspiracy theories because and this it makes me believe it more for how much they paid for it and 
um, how quickly they were willing to up their price, like very fast. Um, I don't, I don't know if there's such a thing as a second uncle. Well, it, it's not. Maybe I don't want to say be... I don't want to say he's a second uncle. He it's he's one of those people that aren't. They're related to you in like a very weird way. Like he he was married to um, my uncle's sister, but then he got he divorced. They got divorced, and now the sister's uh. more estranged, and he became closer. He's one of those people that you don't really think is related to you, but is always around, and basically you call him uncle because he's just that much family to you, kind of thing. Or, or. Unbeknownst to you, he was trying to get your family fortune, like in Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. He's right. your third uncle twice removed or something, and right. you've never heard of him before. That was his plan, and then he struck gold with his yeah. property, so he was like, you know what? I I give up. I'm not going to try anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to— And then he was friendly. Then he was like, it's okay. I don't, you know, I don't need your fortune Yeah, anymore. let's just be pals. Have a beer. He's a, uh, yeah. he's a very, like, heavy— And you're like, thanks. I'm four. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I this will t- this will give me childhood trauma. Yeah, this will lead to a lifetime of alcohol abuse. <laughs> I mean, like he's he's pretty he's like a a more heavy set redneck kind of guy. So he's like, they brought my property and put the aliens on it. And he actually he actually does sound like that. Like I'm not kidding. Like he talk he talks like this. He goes, hey hey Nick, how you doing today? He, like he sounds like freaking uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Like no joke. <laughs> like Larry the Cable like he's guy. he's super nice guy. Like I love him to death. Oh, yeah. Like he's so he's, Larry. he's like a jolly old like redneck man. He's super funny, great, and I I loved hanging out with him. Uh, haven't seen him much anymore lately. But anyway, like that happened, um, mm-hmm. and it was weird. Um, so I have an article that was actually written uh, February 2020. So this is very oh, recent. recent. Um. And they actually interviewed the, um, not the owner of the airport, but like the, I don't know what the, their title is. I'll probably get to it as I read it. But like it's, they're in charge of the airport. Um, and let me tell you, um, this lady gives you some weird answers. And she is really? all, she plays into it. Like what's it's the, kind of, Sorry, it, what, what's the source of the article? Like It is... Like uh, channel it's their local uh abc um station uh the denver okay. channel it's abc denver gotcha interesting so this didn't even get like national attention this is just something that no because like it, it's hmm. nothing crazy like this has been floating around forever it's basically like they were just um this person said uh the title of the article is dive into the most popular wildest conspiracies around the denver international airport um because it was the 25th anniversary of it being built so i um, love it proceed so it's very it doesn't take itself seriously in this article um but they do list out everything that that is associated with it um so it's a so they say um depending on how far you're willing your imagination to run wild for you, perhaps the truth is what you perceive as reality, or maybe it's something you want to believe, or basically it is something to yet be disproven. When examined with even just a sliver of truth, the proof of these conspiracies seems feeble and far-flung, but Alex Renita, Rent, Rentier, Rentira, sorry, my dyslexia is showing there. Um, well, that's a hard name anyway, yeah. Rent, Rentira. Rentira, yeah, Rentira. Um, huh. She's the spokeswoman for the airport. Said it's clear that uh, the conspiracies are not stopping anytime soon, and we 
and the hardcore conspiracy theorists flood in almost daily. Um, And just like... Wait, wait, like... Like, they actually go to the airport, or, like, they, like, email her? Um, I think, yeah, she gets, like, information of just everyone flooding her inbox with new crazy theories that some don't make... It just, they never they never hear the end of it kind of thing. It's always around. So it's, it's like, what we do... Exactly. ...for this podcast, essentially, except directed at this one woman. Yes. Miss, Miss Rentira. Yeah, and you'd think she'd get annoyed, but no, she... Um, she actually has a quote right here. Um... Uh, as f- as as far fetched as a lot of these conspiracy theories make it out to be, uh, uh, Rentira says it's not as exciting as everyone wants it to be. But I think that's why we love it so much. She said, "Let's get excitement hmm. around the airport, and that's okay if people think we are weird and have Illuminati and aliens that land their spaceships here. That's fine. Keep thinking it, and we'll keep trying to prove you wrong. But we're not afraid to embrace those conspiracies either." Uh, wait. What? <laughs> exactly. So she's not confirming nor denying the conspiracies. That's exactly what she said. She's like, we'll try to prove you wrong, except when you're right. Basically exactly. is what she said. Because she'll kind of do the thing. Are there aliens? She'll do the, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You got to find out for yourself. Come on down to the Denver International Airport where we can probe. I mean, uh, they fly you places. Well, you mean they do probe sometimes at TSA? They do. Whoa, <gasps> dude. What if the TSA? Whoa, dude. What if the TSA Greg, in TSA. every airport Greg, the is TSA. just... Sorry. Uh, the uh, the secret aliens. The secret aliens. And in every airport, they're just collecting data on humans. Yes. That's that's why their they're cameras and, and their like scanning procedures are so good. I know. You ever seen one of those body scanners anywhere before except for at an airport? Oh, no. Because they're scanning the human anatomy and they're making human hybrids or every time you go through that it clones you (gasps) and beneath the airport it creates a clone of everyone who ever goes through one of those scanners and so that way they can create (gasps) their own humans that they can walk around in because these aliens are slug-like beings that crawl into your ear like in um like in animorphs oh my god you don't know who's human it's it's the body snatchers, dude. You don't know who's human and who's oh not. Oh my god! I was thinking. And more... all leads back to the TSA. <gasps> the secret aliens. Uh, I was thinking more of like you remember the movie Us, the horror movie. I was thinking more like oh, that, yeah. that situation. Oh hmm, yeah yeah yeah. You're They're right. cloning us to replace us, make us more compliant. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No no, a, no no that, that was, was fun. Rabbit, that was great. Uh, rabbit trail there. <laughs> Uh, okay, so well today the tunnels are the tunnels underneath the airport. I skipped a bunch just now. Wow. Okay, one. That's of, all right. This uh, is one of the most well-known conspiracies revolving around the Denver airport: is the underground tunnels and what is their purpose, or who, or what lives down there. Hmm. Today the tunnels are actually a flurry of activity, surrounded full by concrete drivers that pull bagged carts in all directions and starting the suitcases get from planes before takeoff and baggage carousels in a timely manner. Thousands of people work in these tunnels every day. Uh, Rentira says, travel all the way to the end becomes, if you travel all the way to the end of the tunnels, it becomes quiet. It becomes quiet. Just four solid walls lit along the sides. If you imagine an underground tunnel, it's about what you expect. Quiet. Why would she say quiet if they're fully active? 
So, it, so quiet. It's not as spooky as people think, but we encourage people to keep believing it, she says. <laughs> who let this woman be the spokeswoman? If they're trying to hide stuff, who let her be the spokeswoman? Uh, it could be the kind of thing, like, if you double down harder on it, people believe it less kind of thing. I don't know. Like, if you, like, embrace it, people stop thinking you're trying to hide something and think, like, okay, well, maybe they're just... They're making fun of it because it's not actually something that's there. It's like Maybe. it's like whenever know. someone bullies you, like, ha ha, you're gay. And you're like, you know what? You're right, I am. It's like that kind of thing. Like, and oh, they're I like, see. oh, it takes well, away the power. Yeah, it takes away the power of the people thinking they're up to something, kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. So it could be kind of that kind of thing. Um, so we go into a bit of a history lesson here. Um, when it was first being constructed. Um. Oh, hi. My daughter is here. Hi. She just burst open the door. Oh, my God. Sorry. You have to probably cut this out. That's all right. Hi, Riley. She opened the door by herself? Yeah, she can do that now. She loves uh-huh. doing that now. <laughs> she... hmm? I'll be done here in a few minutes, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye, Riley. Oh, my God. The dogs are going crazy. Oh, boy. Sorry, thanks. Okay, wow. Yeah, she's very good at opening doors now. Uh, can't wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, when the Denver Airport was first being constructed, the Denver Airport was behind schedule. The public began wondering why the timeline had been extended and what exactly was going on in the airport. Um uh, actually, this is Rentira saying all this. She, she's giving oh. the history lesson. Uh, somehow, she said, people jumped to the conclusion that they that there are bunkers under the DIA, the Denver International Airport, and that the reason construction was taking extra time, she said, simply isn't the case, though the tunnels are quite real. Uh, Rentira said that they heard rumors about that the tunnels, which there are which are there to transport luggage from aircraft to the carousels in the airport extend way beyond the grounds of the airport beyond bleh, beyond the airport's grounds. In fact, some believe the tunnels go all the way, Greg, you're going to love this part, to the mm-hmm. Cheyenne Mountains, home oh of the NORAD. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, cuz you what? talked about that before, right? I did. I had an episode on yeah. that. And it was it was about the government. And it was and a minesweeper. They conf- that's yeah. a real place. It's a real deal thing, man. The Cheyenne Mountain, you know, it, it, that's in Colorado Springs. Is there's a couple weird things on Cheyenne Mountain. First of all, there's a zoo on the mountainside, which is actually kind of awesome. Um, the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, really great. You should visit. There's a shrine on top to Will Rogers. Also weird. It's free to see, good views. Mm-hmm. And underneath the mountain, there's a government bunker that was designed as a fallout shelter for those who are in the federal government to escape while the rest of us burn to a crisp. Yep. Oh my gosh. And I- they think they think that the tunnels in the Denver International Airport go all the way to, to Cheyenne Mountain? Uh, yes, they believe that they are connected. Um, Whoa, dude. I'm actually That's not impossible. It's pretty far. Don't get me wrong, but it's not impossible. I was looking up like exactly where the the nor the NORAD tunnels are located to see mm-hmm. how like far the distance is. And I can't really find a map. Why did I search NORAD and and all of these links to finding Santa Claus came up? 
What? I don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god, Santa. It says Santa is based in Santa's operation is held in NORAD. That's one right. article. What the Santa heck? Claus the hell? is in the, is underneath the Denver National Airport. Oh my Are god! Are we finding this out live? Oh my god, Greg. Because you know why? Why? Because Santa is an alien. How else do you explain his flying old sleigh? Dude, you're absolutely right. And and the sleigh, the sleigh can travel very near the speed of light, which is how he can go around the entire world in one night. Oh, it's all it's all coming together. Because Einstein's theory of relativity: the closer you travel to the speed of light the slower time actually passes for you. Mm-hmm. And so he could really accomplish... It's essentially time travel. He could really accomplish quite a bit in one night at that speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Santa Claus is real, and he's not at the North Pole. That was a red herring. He's actually underneath the Denver International Airport. And he's not delivering presents. No. Yeah, wait, yes. He is the, he's not delivering presents. Is he delivering? I don't know. Is he's he? not delivering presents, but he's infiltrating your homes to spy on you. He's he's delivering probes. <gasps> the secret aliens. He's part of the TSA. He's part of the TSA, dude. He founded the TSA. <gasps> the Santa Association. That's it. We, we cracked the code. <laughs> we cracked the code. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. You heard it live because we didn't. I don't think Nick knew about this before reading about it while we're recording. You heard it live. The Santa Association is the TSA, which is aliens that are cloning us and probing us and traveling around the world to learn more about our habits and our cultures and our rituals so they can one day take over this lush planet we inhabit. Or are they already doing it? What if it's me? Remember when that video came out of Obama closing his eyes sideways? Oh, yeah, dude. That was freaky. Well, because, well, that, um, a great segue there. Um, what if I would to tell you that those tunnels were home of those same lizard people? The reptilians? The reptilians. It's their, it is their home. It is their base. Um, so we have another quote from Rentira. Um, this one's wild to me, she says. I don't know. I'm wondering if someone fueled it. Well, duh. Someone yeah. just decided that that was the case, and they were like, now there's lizard people here. <laughs> oh, I mean, my yeah, God. Yeah, that's kind of how these things all work. Oh, so apparently Denver 7 previously has have reported that the lizard people are supposedly controlling the airport and can change forms as they work to rule the world. They previously did an article about that. I love this news station. This is a great news station. We need to we need to read up on the Denver local news more often. Okay, yeah, they previously posted a similar article about the Denver airport in 2016, and this one expounds on it. Okay. I see. Okay. So, um, Rentira says the DIA is taking this one in stride, this theory. Our marketing campaign in the Great Hall, there is a reference to the lizard people in the tunnels, she said. We know the rumor is alive and well, and we fully embrace it. There are, p- there are photos um, of aliens and reptilians all throughout the airport saying, can you, are they here? Can you, can you find them? Um, the, people are weird at the Denver International Airport, man. It's just like either they like, you know, either it's, it's something that they get excited about being like, haha, you guys are so close, but, you know, like they're mocking mm-hmm. us almost. Yeah. I don't she know. Al- yeah, the next quote she has uh, says, "To be honest, I've never actually seen one, but I hate—I w- would hate to debunk a conspiracy." 
Maybe uh, she's just like the coolest spokesperson ever. Maybe she's a lizard person. Or yeah, or maybe she's a reptilian too. I don't know. I mean, she's in, technically in charge of the TSA. I guess so. Yeah. Is she Santa Claus? <gasps> Mrs. Claus. <laughs> what if there's no Mr. Claus? What if Santa Claus is a woman the whole time? Oh my god. <gasps> Wait, what if this alien race doesn't have males and females? They only have Santas? They're all Santas. <laughs> They're all asexual Santas with no genitals. They just like morph, they cut off like a part of themselves and it just turns into another Santa. Yeah, they reproduce by budding. Yeah. They're like sea sponges. Oh my <laughs> god. They just absorb uh, information. That's I mean, that's exactly what they do. What if wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh no. Santa oh, no. goes to the houses. For the children. Takes the children and leaves a tiny Santa in the children's place to pretend to be the children. And then as the children grow up, they become Santas. Oh, Greg, don't even get me started. That don't even get me started. Have you heard of changelings? Oh yes, I have heard of changelings. Dude, that could play into that. Dude. (laughs) Um, Oh my my next episode's gonna be on changelings. I call it. I I call it. Fine. You can you can have changelings. That's fine. I totally forgot about that until right now. Okay. There's so much more in this article I need to tell you because it gets even weirder. Okay, um, keep going. Um, she says, I encourage anyone who doesn't be- who does believe in it to keep believing it. She said, who knows? Maybe one day we'll actually see a lizard person. <sighs> right. um, she then says, there are no aliens. This isn't the place where aliens can land their ship. I guess that's why they – I guess that's what they call them. No, unfortunately, I feel like that would go against FAA regulations – for anything to land besides aircraft. However, just last week, again, the Pentagon appro- uh, confirmed more UFO videos. They did. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. So, we're moving away from aliens now. And on to, how about, um, I don't know, the Illuminati. The world elite. Will yep. members bunker in the tunnels during the apocalypse? This is why it's connected to uh, NORAD. Uh, oh. Uh, Rentira says that this is also untrue, though she jokingly wishes there was some truth to it because she feels confident that she'd be able to nav a spot in the bunker if indeed uh, the world was coming to an end. Okay, come on. <laughs> she then uh, she then says, quote, I feel like the Illuminati would have a nicer place to bunker down. Don't get me wrong. I love our tunnels. I'm just thinking with all that money that they have with the world elite, they would want a nicer place. Maybe some wallpaper or some marble flooring and complimentary snacks. That is a quote. You know what has wallpaper and marble flooring and complimentary snacks? And a subway? The Denver International Airport does. <gasps> and NORAD has this freaking and the, has this fast food in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Holy. She's she's mocking us. She knows. She's she, in the Illuminati. Yeah, she is the Illuminati. There we is are, only one person in the Illuminati, it's and fr- it's this freaking lady, dude. It's a hive mind. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, whew, okay. All right, too, too much. Too much. Too much. My brain gonna, can't gonna, handle it. I'm going to die. <laughs> she confirmed that no airport employees have ever reported any strange sightings in the tunnels. Though there are some drawings that could possibly depict aliens. True. Uh, I've seen some weird ones. Mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, we're about to get into the artwork here in a minute. 
uh, okay. during construction, not the art, not the um, the marketing artwork they've placed since these rumors came out, but before. Mm. Um, don't plan on sniffing around on your own to find the tunnels or lizard people. The DIA is, after all, an airport, and security is tight. Um, mm. Rentiera says, I'm sure people are very curious and want to walk into the doors that are unmarked or, say, dangerous. Well, there's really just a junk like a furnace back there. A, a furnace, furnace for said. what? To yeah, burn what bodies? To burn the clones? To burn the defects? Oh, wow, dude. Oh, my God. To burn the coal that Santa leaves for the ch- bad children. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if the bad children become the coal? No, Timmy. <laughs> if we go with the changeling thing, he takes the bad kids, turns them into coal, and leaves a tiny Santa. And then leaves the coal for other bad kids first as a warning. And then writes a note on the coal that only the kids can see and says, you're next. Dude. Or it's like a calling card saying, you better behave because he sees you when you're sleeping. And he knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. So the Germans were right all along. There is no Santa, only Krampus. (gasps) <gasps> and speaking of Germans. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nazis? Yes. <laughs> Tell me about the Nazis. Oh, well, well, we're about to get there. Okay. Another quote. Um, no, Not a quote yet. So, uh, yeah, the public is not allowed in the tunnel due to safety hazards. Um, conspiracy theories argue that this is just another move to cover up the secret tunnels since the public can't access the staff-only tunnels. <laughs> of course. Um, public spaces. <laughs> Naturally. Public spaces, of course, are for public for a reason, and we keep the public out of certain spaces for their safety and for the safety of others. As we just saw, there's somebody welding nearby. I guess this is happening in real time as she's giving this quote. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a total operation. So it'd be really hard to have passengers just hanging out down there because some people are working down there, of course. Right, right, Um, right. She compares the tunnel system to a sewage system. The public simply isn't allowed down there. There's one exception. There's one exception. Travelers would be welcome down into the tunnels if a tornado was threatening their safety. So it is a tornado shelter if necessary. I see. Um, uh, there is one conspiracy in the tunnels, she said, that uh, she can take seriously. Here's another quote. There is an elusive soda machine that I've heard about. That it is 25 cents for a soda, she says. Who knows? I've never found it. That's the real conspiracy theory. How have you never found it if there's not that much tunnel? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. I want to know more about the sodas. 25 cents is really cheap. Yeah. It's insane. There's um. There's also... Who stocks that soda machine if she doesn't even know where it is? Oh my god, you're where right. Where does the soda come from? Someone must know. Someone has to stock the machine. Someone has to empty the quarters. Oh, my God. Because they're shipped in from NORAD. Oh, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. And also it's, one connect- of those, it's one of those walls that spins around, you know? Yeah. Like in Scooby-Doo. Could you imagine if these tunnels also connected to the tunnels underneath Disney World? I mean, that's really far away. I mean... But, pos- but Disneyland is possible-ish. That's true. also far away, but not as far. True, true. I mean, you never know. Never know. <laughs> What if there's tunnels like all 
didn't Elon Musk have a, a project that he was going to like bore a bunch of tunnels and then he stopped? Uh, I think he's still doing that, actually. Is he? I yeah. was going to say, if he stopped, it's because he discovered there were already tunnels everywhere. And they told him to stop, otherwise... The no, lizard d- people would be angry. <laughs> or what if he said that he was making tunnels and then would just build those tunnels to stop people looking for the other tunnels. Whoa. Oh my God. Wow. All right. You ready for more? Well, actually, fun fact on on, uh, tunnels. Um, Many major cities do actually have a downtown, like an underground tunnel system, Mm -hmm. uh, including Dallas. So in downtown Dallas, they have the the underground tunnels. I've been in them. They're actually kind of nice. They're they're air conditioned. I have not, but I would love to see it. It's neat. It's not great. Like it's just, it's really just tunnels with like you know cheap tile that's been there for thirty years. It's like a subway-ish system or the dart. Well, train? it's a pedestrian tunnel, so you just walk. Like there's oh. no like yeah there there aren't any uh there aren't any vehicles under there. You just kind of go in there and you just walk from you can walk from like one side of downtown to the other completely underground. Oh my god, interesting. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well. Sorry. Continue. No, you're good. You're good. Um. So here's more. Um, so there, the airport is, um, does contain a time capsule complete with a plaque. On this plaque near the South Security Checkpoint, it reads, The time capsule beneath this stone contains messages and memorabilia for the people of Colorado in 2094. That's when it will be opened. But there's okay. one line that seems to catch everyone's attention. It says, Brought to you by the New World Airport Commission on the plaque. Uh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Rentira comments on this and says, "Yes, it does say that on the plaque." And I think people see that and say, "Oh my gosh, it's the Illuminati! It's the New World Order!" She said. Um, the New World Order is often referred to as the organization that will one day rule humanity, even in the event of apocalypse. Right. She d- Rentira also goes on to say, "Really, what that plaque was talking about is that." We are con- we are considered a new international airport, she said. So we are considered a new world airport of sorts, a way to access the world. I don't buy it. Um, the it's just the wording there. It's a way of access to the world. Hmm. 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 Aliens. Hmm. Hmm. Illuminati. Hmm. Fishy. Fishy. What about the Nazis, though? I'm still I know still interested in that. It said that, but I haven't gotten to that yet. I thought of, I've I've seen I've seen conspiracies about the Nazis, but I think it's more that Nazis are continuing operations under or are using portions of the tunnels. But I'm hoping it gets there eventually. Hmm. Okay. If, if not, I'll see if I can find something real quick. Okay. So Rentier says that the plaque has a Freemason and Masonic symbol on it. Of which, course it does. Mm-hmm which is representative of the philanthropic Freemason lodges in Colorado. They helped get the time capsule to the airport. She explained, she said that they have heard reports of people who are Masons who visit the time capsule with their Mason card, Mason card and try to swipe it near the time capsule just to see if there's something that they can get access to that normal people can't. Hmm. That is interesting. 
uh, I can I, I I took a deep dive once to try and see what it took to join the local Dallas Freemasons. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Yeah, it's I've, so weird. I've actually been in their in their lodge in downtown. Um, oh, it's closed it's, down now. It is. Yeah, this was years ago. Um, it's a it's an unsettling place. Like you just can't put your finger on it. No, of, remember when place. we were there when we filmed that water that water gun commercial together. Oh that yeah, was, you, it was it was filmed. Oh on yeah, the you steps. were there. Yeah, I was there. We were we we sat in there. Okay, and I, we, I, I we, remember we, doing the commercial. I didn't know. I didn't remember that you were in there too. Yeah, we were in the lodge, and it was like. It yeah, was we, just unsettling. Well, remember we were in there. We're like, we should go look around because we were like, yeah. oh, it's the Masonic Lodge. Let's go. And we looked around and it was very like, I mean, it was really, really old and like dingy. But like, yeah, there was a lot of like blacked out like windowed doors and like, like there was we were I know that the film crew we were with was using like one room for, as like a break room. But like everywhere other place was like locked and like. Um, dark and it was mm-hmm. just and it was weird. It was just really weird. I'm pretty sure we came across like a what looked like a small graveyard, but I couldn't prove it. Oh right, right, right. I remember that. Yeah, that and then, was like, weird too. All the windows that looked into like the basement were like barred and chained. Like why there was the basement? somebody in there? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, we saw people in there. Yeah, but like supposedly like nobody was supposed to be in the building. Oh yeah, and they had that like creepy wooden door that was like falling apart. Yeah, that was also like boarded up. I mean, I'm sure that's before they completely shut the building down. Or did they? Or did they? Yeah. I think they're actually in the process of completely tearing it down. Like, it's super old. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, we're about to get into some uh, better stuff. Um, okay. The article now says, buckle up and stay patient. We likely haven't – we likely have had to wait until – we'll have to wait until – well, that's – I don't know. Why did I read that sentence? It's a dumb sentence. All right, now we're on to uh, one of the biggest ones. Um, the biggest weird events um, is the uh, giant blue metal horse with glowing the red eyes. Horse. The freaking the horse. Freaking horse. The freaking horse. The supposedly the Denver Bronco. Yeah, okay. No, uh, that no thing it's, is... it's not because um, it's a Mustang. It's not a Bronco. Um, and you know what its name is? No. Blucifer. Oh, Blucifer. I have heard that before. Mm-hmm. You know it killed the uh, the the person that built it. Yeah, that's what I was. I'm about to get into oh, that. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Um, Spoiled uh, it. No, it's fine. I, that's the one everybody knows at this point. It's the most yeah. well known. Um, it's um it's so she said the reporter says it's hard to live in Colorado and never hear about the 32 foot 9,000 pound blue Mustang outside the Denver airport. Its name is Blucifer the Mustang. It's Blucifer the Mustang. He is the gateway to the West. Rentira says. A wild Mustang rearing up. And that's it. That's the end of the quote. Okay. Um, and actually, he is currently being uh, uh, disassembled and taken off the grounds. Because oh, no. He's going to kill somebody else. It doesn't say why, but I'm sure that they'll explain that. It does show a recent picture from – oh, no. This is from 2008 of him being put together. Okay. Um, the piece was com- – so here's the uh, history lesson of Lucifer for those who don't know. Um the piece was commissioned as a public art project for the Denver International Airport in 1993. A panel decided to select an American sculptor, the artist Louise Jimenez, Jimenez, I think, to do Sounds right. to do the work. He had had his work shown in the uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City and the Smithsonian American Art Museum in Washington D.C. 
Uh, you likely know what happened next. Jimenez started the project, but he was almost done, and a piece of the statue fell on him. He suffered a severe—he severed an artery, uh, lived in a rural area too far from to get to any hospital, and died. Yep. Yep. Uh, but but the conspiracy that the horses somehow came to life and attacked him, uh, that doesn't really hold up as much. But the statue was completed by Jimenez's children in 2008 and erected near the airport. At the time, almost everyone was unhappy with the decision. Angry Facebook groups were created. Petitions were signed, all to no avail. Conspiracists have also questioned why the horse has glowing red eyes. Yeah, I don't know either. They really do. They have they have electronics in it to make them light up. Yeah, it's like, infrared sensors. Yeah. Yeah, it's all surveillance. This thing was freaking terrifying. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty spooky. It looks I mean, like a skeleton horse. It's Even not... from a distance, it's pretty... Like, when you're just driving out of the airport and you see it, you're just like, ugh. Yeah, you know, it gives like... you shivers. Yeah, it's really weird. Um... Rentira says the red eyes were a nod to Jimenez's father, the original artist's father, who owned a neon shop in Mexico. Okay. I guess. I guess, but why just the eyes? I guess it's just art artistic take on it. I don't know. It's weird. Um, every so often, a report will uh, circulate with breaking news about Lucifer being taken down and removed from the airport's property. We've seen time and time again on social media people truly... Begin to believe that the blue Mustang is actually on its way out. Oh, actually, never, Rentira said. He is one of our favorite pieces. One of our favorite pieces. Um, oh, boy. She says it twice. He does what he does what is art is meant to do. Create conversation. Okay. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> about a decade after the sculpture was put up, the airport stopped receiving complaints about Lucifer. No matter mm. if you hate him or love him, he's here to stay, says Rentira. And actually, um, it looks from recent pictures, it looks like his ice eyes have been changed to white. Or maybe it's just the reflection of the sun in some of these. I'm not sure. Hmm, maybe. Um, uh, some artist, uh, some artwork hints. Oh, so the next, this is the next topic about the artwork inside of the airport. If you visit the airport, you've likely seen the artwork in the terminals and the sides of the Great Hall of the airport, that central area yeah. that you were talking about before, at the beginning. Yeah, let's, it's bullcrap. So let's Sorry. start with those signs. In August of 2018, the airport staff put up posters around in construction of the Great Hall, hinting at what was to come. But the signs also skirted around, straight out denying the conspiracies about the airport. One of the signs featured here features gargoyles and aliens with question. Well, uh, gargoyles and aliens on the artwork. What is happening behind this walls? Behind these walls, another featured a large green head of an alien says, "Yes, Den's got some secrets." And it's an alien mm. going shh and it goes, "Please don't please pardon our construction as we continue our um as we continue to build new questions." What? Yeah. It's, what? it's, and like, that's like their, them like going hardcore being like, uh, Hey, this is a funny construction sign, I guess. But like, it's so weird. That's, um, that's just strange. It's so weird. Um, the reactions to these signs, which are still scattered around the great hall frontier says the internet is a weird place. So you'll find the people who were laughing with us and you'll find the people who are likely finally, they speak the truth. 
But who's to say? I she mean, keeps she keeps saying things like that. She ne- she never gives any straight answers, does she? No, she just like it could, it couldn't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> who's um, I mean, who's to say? You know, <laughs> did anybody die here? I mean, maybe. I don't. I'm sure, but you'll never you'll never know. <laughs> Who's what's, asking? You know what's keeping this freaking airport warm? The dead people that they're <laughs> cooking in the furnace. Yeah, that they. Yeah, why? Still, still, the furnace really is makes me question. Like, why do they need a furnace unless they have like central eating for the central eating? Wow. <laughs> they do. It's all in the middle. I know. I know. <laughs> the central heating for the entire airport, but that doesn't make any sense. Because yeah, it would that, be it would be more efficient to have a like, different like different system. sections, yeah. But it doesn't make sense at all. Um, so uh, some more artwork. There's these things, uh, gargoyles. Oh, you'll love this one. There's one uh, conspiracy about a talking gargoyle. His name is Greg the Gargoyle. Oh, that's me. Yeah, you're a gargoyle. I'm a gargoyle. I've been the, called that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they put Greg here on just. Wait, really? No, not really. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I was like, yeah. well, I mean. You have wings Kids can be cruel, but not mystical I powers. Heard that. I mean, the only one who was really cruel to you was me, but I just called you um, the Jolly Green Giant. That's true, and that wasn't so bad. Yeah, you're just Gregatree was my other nickname. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was. Well, that at least was you didn't get one. called Cornhead. I got Someone called... called you Cornhead. Yeah, because I was blonde and had a bowl cut, so they called me Corn Top. I guess it did kind of look like a kernel of corn, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. I hated that. Uh, I, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, yeah, it doesn't. I'm over it. I'm over yeah, it. It's fine. It's I don't fine. have any resentment. <laughs> I still can't eat corn. <laughs> still can't eat corn. Uh, anyway, Greg, you were put on display as a gargoyle on in February of 2019. Um, this, the, uh, whoa, actually, this gargoyle is animated. Um, what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Okay. He has an animated expression. I'm sorry. Uh, he's a statue, but the airport, uh, he sits and watches over the Southwest baggage claim on the fifth level. Stand in front of him, and he may just start talking to you. Uh, Rintira, huh. uh, here's another quote from uh, good old uh, Rintira. Some people love him. Some people uh, really are into conspiracies and now are certain that the Illuminati headquarters is that this is a real place. A lizard lair, she says, and it's just wild. She says that the gargoyle, the Rentier says the gargoyle came out of hiding to spend more time with people. Gargoyles, after all, exist to protect people. That's why they're often placed in homes and churches, he said. Greg is here to protect the passenger's baggage. He loves it here, she says. That's what he said. Why would they put... Why would they put a deity of protection if there wasn't something to protect against? And also when she says that's what he says, as if this, as if he has his own like sentience. Yeah. And she, and he, it's true that he talks. Uh, all right. So I gotta, I'm gonna, I got, I still got quite a bit to go. So I'm going to blaze through a little bit of this. Blaze real on quick. Through it. So bear with me. We love to surprise our passengers. He said, we want to make the airport, not just your normal travel experience. We want to elevate it. In addition, travelers can find two unique murals at the airport, both by artist Leo Tanguma, one called Children of the World Dream of Peace, and the other In Peace and Harmony with Nature. Both murals depict 
a warning of man-made issues, Rentiera says. In peace and harmony with nature is split into two murals, with the left side showing a scene of destruction, violence, and death. And the right side of the mural is longer and depicts people from many cultures celebrating joyously together with animals. Why? I, I feel like I've seen that mural because I've seen some like really violent murals there, and I just yes, yes, you yeah. Have. Maybe I just didn't get it. I don't know. This is the this is another one of their big ones is that these murals are disturbing. Um, mm-hmm. Rentira comes back and says, "This is a warning, if you will." She says, "If we don't take <laughs> care of each other, our planet." We could end up with a world that doesn't look as beautiful as we want it to look. Extinction. Period. The turtles with plastics on it and sadness. She then pointed to the right side of the mural. And then on the other side, as if we take care of each other and our earth, we could end up with happiness, she said. That's the artist's vision and what he wanted in the world. Huh. Hmm. There, okay, mm. here's the second mural, which is also split in half. The other mural, Children of World Dream of Peace. Um, okay, so actually, so there's Children of Peace and Nature, which is one mural split in two. And then this one is the Children of World Dream, the Children of the World Dream of Peace. It's a one mural split in half um, by like a walkway. Okay. Um, I think they're like right across the hall from each other kind of thing. Um, it's currently not on exhibit. It's currently not on exhibit. What? It is also split between two pairs. On, it's currently not being shown. It's being oh, it's just literally being covered up. Why? By like a sheet. Hmm. Okay, that's weird. Um, well, on the right side is a darker scene of a soldier towering over huddled children. Hmm. Oh my. The left is much more colorful and positive, and shows a soldier on the ground with people from all around the world celebrating peace. Some conspiracists believe that the murals show a very real apocalypse, but Rentiera says that they're just a creative way to show what could happen if the pl- it, to the planet if humans continue to destroy it and if violence continues. Why'd she say just if humans? She did say humans. Why not just say if we continue to destroy it? or Because she's like, not a human. Mm-hmm. She had to point out that hmm. she is, in fact, a human. Uh, here's okay. Her. Oh, go ahead. I, I do want to say I'm very much enjoying all these facts, mm-hmm. but we're running short on time. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm literally right at the end here. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. I'm right at the end. I'm right at the end. I promise. Okay. Here we go. I'll, I'll blaze through as fast as I can. Okay. She says it's anti-war, anti-hate, and really the overarching message. It is a symbol of children of the world coming together for peace. She says, uh, she said it's meant to start a conversation about the future and the past and what makes us. Um, there are also a lot smaller conspiracies. Uh, if we take a walk through the Great Hall, you'll notice the letters AU and AG um, in a mining car- carved into the tile. Any scientist would tell you that this stands for gold and silver. Rentiera says that this is a nod to Colorado's mining history. But people say the conspiracy is that AU and AG is abbreviation for Australian antigen, which is a, a deadly toxin. Okay. Oh, hmm. huh. Um, it I is an, heard that one. It is the Illuminati's secret weapon, and it could have the power to wipe out all of mankind. Um, and some people believe that that is what is being stored in the time capsule and will be released in 2094, killing majority of the world. Now, that <clears throat> is interesting. Yeah. Huh, um, maybe. So, Renita says one of her favorite conspiracies revolves around the airport's um, qu- the airport, the, around the airport's coordinates, like where it's located. 
the rumor the coordinates of the DA were given to humans by aliens. In Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, and that those coordinates are directly taken at Denver's International Airport, she said. But that's not true. It's about 51 miles north of us were the coordinates that were given in the movie. It's not the airport. Okay, well... I mean... hmm. 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 You never know. Maybe that's where the tunnels end. Oh, my. What if we dig 51 miles northwest of the airport? Because that's the real entrance to the actual tunnels. That's it. We're going on a trip. We're going to follow those coordinates. We're going to dig. We're going to dig. We're going to find the tunnels. We're going to keep digging. We're going to find hollow earth. <laughs> it's all it's all connected. Actually, it's, we a, it's a giant elevator to hollow earth. That's what it is. We did say that, though, before, when, we, when you did the Hollow Earth episode, you said yeah, there's, we like, an trip. entrance in the Ozarks. I was like, why don't we just go? Yeah. Like, yeah, we, yeah. Should. we should. We should find all these places. You start at NORAC. I'll start in the Ozarks, and we'll see if we can meet at the Denver airport. Or let's just go into the Hollow Earth, and we'll just walk along the crust and meet each other there. Oh, my gosh. Or we could just, like, live in Hollow Earth and just say, and just screw the top. Screw topsiders. Yeah. All right, I, this will be our last podcast. We're gonna we're gonna be in the Hollow Earth from now on. We're out. We're outie. Yeah, uh, it's not worth it to be out here anymore. You can have my ten dollars, Chase Bank. That was like uh, it was like the the SpaceX crew that yeah. they went they left Earth and it, you know made history doing that. Um, all I can <laughs> say is you guys made a good choice. It's like I wish I could do that. that they're doing that thing. Um, it's that the meme where they're like. Uh, the, there's all this stuff going on in the world. And they're like, oh, SpaceX, hell no, to the no, no, no. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Right, last we got quote. anything else about the airport? Not really. Um, last quote um, from Rentira. They kind of take upon themselves to make whatever they want about Martians coming, she says. It's fun to think, first and foremost. I think people like to be special. Especially uh, Denverites, Denverites and Colora- mm-hmm. Coloradians is something that we can be proud of. There's something different about our airport, whether it's whether you're about to land and you see the Mustang or out or your or your window or you're walking through the airport and you see the 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 murals art pieces about children of the world. I think it makes it a little bit special and something to think about. And with that, we have a lot of thinking to do, and I bet you do too, listener. Yeah. Um, with, we're going to close it really fast because I went really long. But always remember, he knows when you're sleeping, and he knows when you're awake. So you better be good, for goodness sake. For all of our sakes. For all of our sakes, be good. So just because cut it out. All this bad crap. He's coming. He's coming. Yes. The Santa revolution is coming, and we're not ready. The new world order will be run by Santas. The Santa apocalypse, TSA. Good night. Good night. <laughs>